Hey, hey. Hey, Mo. How you doing? I'm okay. How are you? I'm all right. We got a special guest today. Who do we have? Former guest and friend of the pod, Adrielle. Hey, friends. Welcome. <laughs> it's been a long time. Gosh, it's been what, two years? Yeah, oh my has gosh. It been? I can't believe fine. it's been that I long. Think... Yeah, it's been at least a year and a half, two years, I think. Yes, yeah. crazy. Mm -mm. I know. Any new developments you want to share? New developments. Um, ooh, mm, Lord have mercy. <laughs> well, let's see. Right now, <laughs> well, I'm still single. <laughs> no surprise there. Dang. Um, you know, um, yeah, I'm going through an interesting period where, you know, I've been an entrepreneur for almost four years now. Um, things that I thought I was so certain about and thought I'd be doing my entire life, which was diversity, equity, inclusion work. I'm just like over it. I know Mo was like, do you have a bio? I was like, I don't even, I haven't thought about how I even <laughs> want to define myself right now because I don't want to keep leading with, you know, DEI professional. I'm like, I do so many other things. So yeah, right now I'm just trying to lean more into all the creative stuff, creative work that I like to do. And um, I launched a, a book publishing company. I've published three books this year. So wow. I'm trying to do more of that and just see yeah. what happens and enjoy some peace. Um, but yeah, real on brand with this 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 pod today because right? <laughs> I, I did my first pop-up uh, marketplace with some of my books this weekend. And I'm like lugging all this stuff. And I'm like, if I had a boo, mm -hmm. <laughs> like, why am I carrying all these heavy ass books right now? Like loading my car up by myself, struggling with 30 bags. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like, how do we get here? So, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of how this conversation started on one of our lives. We were just talking about how being single, mm -hmm. we would be, it would be so much easier if we had someone to help, you know, that support system, just to, just the little things. Yeah. I know, I know for me personally, I recently lost my job, so I have to depend on myself. Like there's no fallback. There's no cushion except the one I created to mm -hmm. take care of me. And so it's just a little bit of extra stress. And I think it's a little bit of, it's a relief in my opinion to have like a partner and to so not just support systems but support systems with within partnership and I think that is a relief in life because can you I can't imagine if I got laid off and just had a partner it's like okay yeah. I could take my time take a year two years you know <laughs> I know people that are doing that or have done that like currently and I'm just like wow I can't even imagine without that would even look like they're like oh yeah my partner's still working so you mm -hmm. know they decided to just take over and I'm I'm just gonna rest and recover I'm like rest and recover yeah. what the <laughs> hell is that what the hell I'm like that sounds amazing like even a week a couple give me two days like to do nothing <laughs> I can't even imagine I can't even imagine what that would oh, be like oh hell yeah I give myself two days <laughs> I need that yeah I know but you know fur baby like you breathe too hard, your apartment ends up in disarray. I'm just like, God, mm. there's always something, like always something to do. So you this you is mentioned so interesting. It <laughs> <laughs> was just like, uh-huh. Uh -huh. Like this is this is interesting. <laughs> oh my oh, goodness. goodness. Yeah. You mentioned entrepreneurship, and yeah. it's interesting because I know a few people who have partners who started their entrepreneurial journey and are cut and are thriving and and part mm -hmm. of it is because they had that support system to be able to 
say, you know, I don't need to make that much. I I can do what I have to do because I know I have someone at home. I have that stability to help yeah. uh, take care of the home and take care of the resources. And so I just think it allows for more creativity. Mm-hmm. It does. It, it it allows for more creativity because you can take more risks, right? Mm-hmm. I think I think about it and I'm like, if I had a partner or additional support system, especially financially, I can't even imagine where I would be in terms of my business. Like mm-hmm. I would have 10 X'd it by now, but I don't, it's just me. And I, and I see it like, you know, I, I have plenty of people that are doing similar work that have been entrepreneurs for roughly the same amount of time that I've been doing this. And the people that have partners, they have, they've been able to like really thrive and develop these areas. And then, you know, I only have two other single entrepreneur friends and similar to me, they're like, it's this constant like push and pull where it's like, you can be super consistent for a month and a half, two months. And then you hit this kind of burnout or you're, you know, you just need some support. You need someone that can like literally just be like, Hey, you got this, give you that extra push. And it's not like, I'm not, I'm, I've never been one of those people that needs validation, but we we're humans. We need support. I do. So (laughs) listen, and that's fine. Like some people do. Right. But I've I've just gotten to the point where I'm like, if I'm going to do something, I just go do it. Like, you know me, I'd be like, Oh, Oh, I'm doing X, Y, Z. And I'd be like, all right, I'm done. (laughs) Like, here it is. Um, but it would just be nice to have that little, like, you know, that little cheerleader, your little, your Mm -hmm. little crew on the side. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, you know, hope I get to experience it in this lifetime. But I think this year, at least the past few months, I've been trying to like come with, come to terms with the fact that like not everybody gets to experience that. That's just reality. Like yeah, sheer numbers game. Like if we're playing data, like not everyone's going to experience love in this lifetime. That's just what it is. So yeah. I was just talking to my friend about that because that we were looking at an article about touch starvation and, mm. uh, I was saying how, you know, at this age, it's a possibility that I may die never knowing what it feels like to be in love. Mm -hmm. it's It's a true possibility at this age. Yeah, that's real. That's real. Um, that's what was random, but one of the things I do appreciate about TikTok when I go on there, because child, my attention span, I can't, but um, I've come across people who are much older than us, like 70s, 80s, who have been like, I'm thriving and I'm single, or, you know, they're they're in the same boat. So I'm like, well, it's possible to uh, go, <laughs> it's possible to, uh, you know, live your life and and not experience it, so... I see you quietly in the in the corner. And what you got? What are you this thinking is, about? This is, it's just interesting. It's interesting because it feels like a a grass is greener conversation because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm on the other side of it, and I feel like maybe it's a personality difference, but mm-hmm. I feel like the stability and the support. Finan- I'm speaking financially. Um, sure. Is can almost be a hindrance on your ability to take risks and go out and do stuff if it's not within you already. So I'm in a position now, my kids are all in school. It's time for me to figure out, okay, I'm back to me. Like, what am I going to do? And I feel like I've been in this role for so long, caring for the household, doing, you know, doing the whatever wifely things. I have Mm -hmm. the support. He's very supportive, whatever you want to do, let's do it, whatever. And I'm sitting here like, what the hell is that? And I feel like I don't Mm -hmm. have a fire under me in the sense that when I was single, everything was on me. And now I've gotten into a place in life where there is a reliance, there is a, a fallback or a person supporting me. And 
that kind of uh, self-starting uh, push to mm-hmm. do has kind of been tampered a little bit. And so now it's it's trying to find a way to, to find that in myself again. Um, right. It is, the support is good, but then it can also um, take away that, that I got to do this. Nobody else is going to do it kind of yeah. feeling that fire. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm, that's where I'm struggling right now. Um, but yeah, like you said, I mean, I've done shows and like trade shows and things like that. And it is helpful to have like a dude just carrying your shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that's, so that's the physical labor is nice to have that. Yeah. Um, but I also think, I mean, not to knock my personal relationship, but I've had a lot of friends in relationships who have, have said this and we've experienced it from time to time. I mean, a marriage is going to do that, but when you have someone you think you can rely on and they don't show up. And so mm-hmm. I feel like when I was single, I could rely on me and I knew I was going to show up. So if you are putting that reliance in somebody else and they don't show up, um, you're fucked. You know what I mean? Whereas, right. you know, you're going to show up for you. I mean, maybe, I yeah. mean, I don't know if you know, you're, but, but it's yeah. also a, a trust that's, you know, I can trust myself to show up and do the things for me, but you know, yeah. so no, I mean, I don't sense. know. I don't know. That makes sense. Do you feel like you had, um, do you feel like you knew what it was that you, what really drove you and like lit a fire under you before you got into a relationship? Or were you still searching for that before you got into your relationship? Um, I was I was in law school. And so I think I had this vision of what my future was going to be. Um, mm-hmm. And then I got married thinking, okay, we're both going to be powerhouse. We're going to do this. You know, we're going to be, you know, Michelle and Barack, we're going to do this. Um, yeah. But no, but then I got pregnant. And I feel like that piece too, because you were talking about friends who are entrepreneurs that have the support. And a question mm-hmm. in the back of my head was, do they have children? I mean, I don't know. They may. Um, but um, I feel so. like that that messes up my equation too, because I feel like, and this is very much my personalities, I'm putting a lot of people before my desire, my career aspirations, that type of a thing. And so I don't know, it's just a lot. It's a lot of stuff. And I was thinking this morning, I was texting Mo and I was like thinking about support. We're talking about support. I'm not sure where this conversation is going to go, but I was like, man, it must be nice to be single because if you want to take a shit and shower, you could go do that. Like you don't have to put things in place before you go do your routine. You know what I mean? And so it's a lot of the, the bait, the simple support I'm talking about, just like time, time support. Yeah. Um, and I have found, even though I'm adding more people to my household, like my parents moved in that type of a thing, it didn't really alleviate that problem. It became more people to serve and to, to assist and help and manage as opposed to, mm-hmm. I can go do that. I can go, if I need to run an errand, I can go do that without having to stress about it. So there's a freedom on both sides. We're talking about the freedom to, to uh, you know, go after what you want and have that support. But then there's also a freedom of like, you're tied down to something. Um, yeah. Which I don't know. I don't know how to explain yeah, yeah. it. Do you feel but... like you've, no, it makes sense. It makes sense. Do you feel like you've, um, do you feel like you've set boundaries and expectations no, with people? absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely. And I, I know like that's, that's the key, that's, right? That's, like, yes, right. And so, and I, because I I, like, when I get ready to go take a shit, I'm not doing all, I don't care if there's kids around, dogs, yeah. animals, well, adults. They like... don't care either, though. They will come to your door, okay? The the dog will come, the kids will be banging, mommy, mommy. Listen, and, and the headphones and the in asleep. five minutes. The husband's asleep, is what I'm saying. So, this is, these are the times, like, mommy needs to poop, oh, okay? God. Um, But no, the boundaries, Poor the baby. boundaries. I know I haven't done that. And that's something 
I think when he and I got married, ideas of relationships, at least for me, were very different. I feel like there's been a huge shift in the way people think about their interpersonal relationship setting boundaries were not a thing like to me Mm -hmm. I didn't know about them 12 years ago like that's so new to me um Mm -hmm. and so I'm 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 learning about that I'm reading books about boundary setting and you know all that type of stuff and so that's that's just something that's on me you know I got to set the boundaries but it's also we've been doing this for this has been the routine so setting boundaries now looks a little mommy you're being mean I need that you know I need access to you all the time Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, guilty, sort of, sort of, but mm. it, it's got to be done. Otherwise, you know, whatever. Yeah. I, I mean. Yeah, and I've heard people say like, yeah, it's nice to have the financial support, for instance, or the your Absolutely. person there to encourage you and everything. But sometimes you also have the extra burden of that's an additional person to, to take care of. And then you also have to that provide you need that to support that you need as to well. support. Yeah. Right? You, yeah. you have to provide yeah. that as well. So I I don't even know what that would look like. I can't imagine. I feel like I'm a supportive person, but I can't imagine in a relationship, like be, being someone's person and, and making sure that I'm there to support them and, and whatever they want to do. If they want to be an entrepreneur, am I going to be like, okay, yeah, fall back on me, <laughs> you know? Right. What if your aspirations it's, don't line so. up too? Like, I mean- I feel like that's stuff who, who you talk gets about to in follow the, the dream. But I mean, yeah, but things change. You talk about, uh, you can talk about all the things you want, but in the course of, I mean, we've been married almost 12 years. Lots mm-hmm. of, ch- lots of things have changed, you know, lots of goals, mm-hmm. lots of inch, your hobbies, your viewpoints on the world. I mean, in the, in the mm-hmm. past, like, you know, 10 years, things have changed. So, I mean, you can talk to your blue in the face, but it's just a matter of, of just kind of navigating it together and hoping you're on the same page the whole way through, because, you know, yeah. I mean, what if he wants to be like, Hey, I want to, explore this this new opportunity that means that I need you to work you know like it's it, it can mm. always change what would you do oh, what would I do with what if, if you're <laughs> that? like yeah I want to explore a new opportunity well I think uh, that's one of the things we've talked about you know mm-hmm. talking and getting to know each other's values up mm-hmm. front is I know that that's not something he would do in our current setup like we would mm-hmm. we would worked we handle business or marriage very much like a business I mean obviously mm-hmm. there's relationships and love and all that kind of stuff but we are very business minded. We have business meetings. We talk about finances. We like very business minded. So um, we are building up something together on the side. If that starts to take off, then, you know, he can transition, but there, there are responsibilities, you know, I can't just mm-hmm. up and be like, I'm not taking care of the kids anymore. Like, yeah, what you can't do that. So, um, but I mean, it's, it's important to say, Hey, your, your aspirations are valid. We're going to work towards getting you to where you need to be. And he's doing the same. I mean, he supports this podcast with it. Who listens? <laughs> Adriel's here. Who else? Who else listens? You know, he listens. Um, but but he's very supportive of this, you know. So it's just, I mean, I don't know. I think it depends on the person too. The person, mm-hmm. the people that are in the relationship, the person you've partnered up with to ensure that you're getting that support. But yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Oof. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like I would I would be a good support system for someone and there are things you talk about in the beginning, even if you change, you kind of have the fundamentals at least to know, like, unless somebody became a drug addict or something, they're not going to just completely drop the ball on life and be like, I'm done with everything, you know, (laughs) but, but then mental uh, health comes into play. Also, I feel like things can happen in life that can change somebody, you know, depression, things mm -hmm. like that can really change, um, 
that fire that you're talking about or that you know that uh showing up just showing up day to day i mean i think we've all experienced one way or another just you know a mental health like what how it can present and so i think that adds another dynamic to a relationship too as far as support Mm -hmm. Um, i don't know so many layers it's so complicated i will say like as i'm hearing you talk i in turn as much as i complain about being single i do appreciate (laughs) (laughs) that i've had this time to really get to know myself um and to just be comfortable like I don't know, like I, I, the the more I sit with myself, the more I realize that people really are uncomfortable with being in their own presence, which is mm-hmm. very terrifying. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if you don't like you, why the hell do you think I'm going to sit there and like you? <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> And I think there's a lot of benefit in like having this extended time where I've I've been single and, you know, I live alone. And so I work alone for the most part. Right. Like, um. And so I think there's a lot of benefit in knowing like what I like, what I dislike, what irks me. Like if I feel like something in my shoulders, I know it's anxiety, right? Like I know all these small things about myself that I don't know that I would have known so soon um, or that I would have, like I probably wouldn't have known that if I was in a relationship earlier because I would have been trying to learn me, but also learn them and make Mm -hmm. sure that I'm being there for them. Um, which is a commitment, right? It's something that you you choose to to do for another person. Um, and I will say, I think I'm probably in a, well, I am in a better place to now date than I was, I don't know, 10 years ago in my 20s. Um, looking back, I'm like, I wouldn't have dated me. Like, <laughs> there was a yeah. lot to be done. <laughs> and there's still a lot to be done, right? Like, I'm gonna, I'm an ongoing work in progress. I think we all should see ourselves in that way. Um but I think where I am now, I'm like, okay, I want to at least have the chance. And yet I think Mo and I, we talk about this all the time. It's like, at least give me the chance, but it's like, it's, <laughs> it's just not happening. Um, and it's not unique to us. I know so many people. I mean, we both know a, a good amount of single, amazing, especially women. And we're yeah. like, what, what is this? Like, um, an acquaintance of mine, uh, posted on her stories the other day on IG, something about being single. And I was like, oh, I can relate to that. And she was like, I'm not a narcissist, but like, I think I'm a great catch. And I'm like, you are from what I mm-hmm. know. And I feel the same way. Like we're not, you know, claiming to be perfect. We just want to at least try like get the shot. So it's, it's tough. It's tough. I, I know, know something I wonder... you mentioned about oh. getting to know yourself. It's that's something that I, feel like is a hindrance for me because I feel like I've spent so much time getting to know myself and being single. I never had my whole phase. I never had where I was just out there <laughs> dating. And, you know, my the time is the now. <laughs> <laughs> y- y'all know, like I'll go on a date, then I won't go on another date for a year, you know? So it's just yeah. like, I, it hasn't been, it hasn't been very consistent, but what has been consistent is me being with myself and especially mm-hmm. with the pandemic and, even though I was with myself in the past, I wasn't really getting to know myself. And the more I get to know myself, I'm just comfortable in my own peace. And it's just, I'm so comfortable that I almost feel like I'm not really making the effort to date because I, I'm just so peaceful. There's no conflict. Mm. There's just peace. And so finding someone to add to the peace is important, but how do I get there? I have to go through the stressful part of dating before I get there yeah it's it's frustrating um it's like how many times at least for me I I have so many bad negative dating experiences and (laughs) I try so hard to like not 
let it, I guess, tarnish my view. I don't know what a better word is, but like, I just try so hard to be like, okay, not everyone's going to be like this. Not every situation is going to be like this. But to your point, Mo, it's like, this is peaceful. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. why do I want to disrupt this? And I already have the stress of, you know, I said earlier on this transition of trying to figure out what it is that I want to do next and how I'm defining myself. Um, and I, I mean, that's a process. And, and yet also I look up and I'm like, oh, but the clock is ticking. And so mm-hmm. I also want to experience, you know, love in life. And I think it's often, we often get caught up in the day-to-day things, um, especially when you're single and at the end of the day, like I can do all this amazing work and create all these creative pieces and make money and all this stuff. But I think most humans, when it boils down to like your final days, is like, was I loved? Did I get the opportunity mm-hmm. to be loved? Like love is is a driver. And I'm like, I really want to experience that. And I just haven't cracked the code of how do I apply my work ethic that I have to my professional life, to my entrepreneurship, to dating. I don't do I do that? I don't know. And then I hear people that are like, oh, I just walked outside or got on the train mm-hmm. and I met my person. And I'm like, I'm outside all the damn time. <laughs> I heard you have to stare them down. Just stare at them. Oh, don't. <laughs> Not the eyes. <laughs> I wonder. I mean, you, oh, you guys goodness. are talking about um, creating your peace. And uh, I, I'm, I feel like there's a lot that I've learned through the course of this podcast that just about codependency and about boundaries we were just talking about all the stuff and I wonder I mean I got married at I think I was 32 we started dating when I was 29 and I feel like very codependent and I wonder if that's a piece of it is is you guys have established your peace and your stability in your homes and your careers and you don't want that disturbed whereas younger you may have maybe I don't know I did um found that peace and stability through somebody else and that was mm. the, you know what I'm saying? Like I, mm. I didn't have it in myself. Nobody, you know, people aren't comfortable with themselves a lot of the time till they get older and get to know themselves, get to come to peace with themselves. So I wonder if that could be a piece of it too, is as you're getting older and you're establishing the the world, the home life that you want, it's mm. very hard to find somebody who's going to come in unless you are a codependent person. I feel like being codependent makes you latch on a lot. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And so when you're an independent, fulfilled person, you're not going to settle for the bullshit. You know what I mean? You're not going to settle for, or you're not going to get past some of them bad dates because you're not hungry <laughs> for anything. Do you know you're not I'm desperate. Saying? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like a lot of relationships I got into, I was just hungry for partnership. I was hungry for mm-hmm. somebody to tell me they loved me, somebody, whether they did or not. And, and mm-hmm. you know, I mean, those, those ex-boyfriends were a mess, but it, it felt good to me to feel like I have somebody, you know, um, and I think older me would be like, hell no. Like looking back, yeah. like, what was I doing? <laughs> um, Same. I can relate to that. So I wonder if that's, I mean, I've heard the horror stories too, because I feel like dating now, I don't know what these, these, these men are up to, what is happening, who raised them. But Ooh, I think the combination of coming into your own and, and not being codependent, not looking for validation from a man and then having them not step correctly is creating just like a hor- like a horrible situation as far as trying to find that partnership because none of it's lined up to make it so do you know what mm-hmm. i mean like mm-hmm. does that make sense yeah yeah i mean we're seeing like i think one of one of the challenges i hate talking about the whole like feminine masculine thing and all of that right but um 
patriarchy is very real. Like yeah. my grandmother needed to be married to open a bank account right. when she got married, right? That in the grand scheme of things, that seems like a long time ago, but it really wasn't. The lady is, you know, still out here talking about her marriage with my grandfather. So like, <laughs> um, you know, like now we don't need that. Like, I don't need you to, to literally go open a checking account, right? I don't need you to sign for an apartment or get a, a mortgage or whatever it is, right? And so I think when you get to that point of independence, and I will say for me, my independence, I feel like I, it was kind of forced. I had no choice. It was like, either you become independent or you just out here like in these right. streets. So mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of like I needed to become independent to take care of myself. So I like in my mind, I don't see any other world um, or any other options. So, um, but I, I definitely relate to when I look back at previous relationships, especially in my twenties, I was, it was because I wanted some sort of connection. I was desperate right. for that. I wanted to, and that's what I was supposed to do. And the amount of things that I should have cut people off for, I didn't at the time. Right. Now looking back, I'm like, child, I know absolutely not. I wouldn't even bat an eye in that direction. <laughs> like, because again, going back to what Mo was saying about peace, like if you can't add on and be a part of this, why would I want you to come in and disrupt it? That's silly. And then I also think about all of, well, not all, but a good majority of my current relationships with people, like people in my family and friends and how much work has gone into that and like how there generally is a pretty good level of peace and like communication has gotten stronger. And so if I'm dating you and you can't even meet that, like mm -hmm. I, and I, I don't have the patience <laughs> to teach people how to. Yes communicate effectively we we all have these giant computers and this little bitty thing you better go research and learn some communication <laughs> skills like I'm I'm already doing that for a living like I just it, it I, I really struggle with it and I'm like I had to learn and I, I hate the whole like well I had to struggle you did too right we've talked mm. about this before mm -hmm. too um and there's room where you know you allow people to grow but I think people have to come in with a willingness and at least some baseline understanding of how to try to effectively communicate like I can't do passive aggressive I'm not a mind mm -hmm. reader I don't know like you can't we don't have the same love languages you know like and that's something to acknowledge just because you like gifts doesn't mean I, I don't want any gifts I got enough junk in my apartment to take care of like come carry these books to this vendor <laughs> into this marketplace for me right like yes, acts of service, acts of service. Yes. <laughs> yeah and, and so many people are even are so it feels like unwilling to even learn about what you like and what your needs are and if you don't you know show gratitude for the way that they're displaying love they get upset or want to call you ungrateful or something mm -hmm. like that so it's just like all these levels to it where again I come back to yes I would love to find a person but I'm not desperate mm -hmm. I'd rather protect my peace and stay single and live vicariously through folks like you Em and other no. people and last <laughs> mo she was just here I don't know I don't know that you want listen all that. listen <laughs> Oh. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's hard. It's so hard. How do you know when to draw the line? And I feel like it's a level of maturity that I don't have, but <laughs> not everything is going to be perfect when you're getting to know someone. And I feel like as soon as something doesn't fit what I want, mm -hmm. I'm immediately done with the person because I feel like how it's mm. like, I don't know, like I'm not bought in enough to know whether it's worth fighting for at that moment, you know? So how do you know yeah. what's worth saying, like, this is my boundary or this is uh, how I, or I disagree with that. 
versus just being like deuces i'm out you know because yeah it's it's difficult especially if it's like early on with you talking to someone yeah um i feel like i'm in a i was kind of in a situation recently you kind Mm of you know a little bit of it but i was talking to this person earlier this year it just wasn't going well so i was like i can't do this and then they just popped up recently which i was like is this because it's cuffing season is cold outside <laughs> but i was like let me be patient and see if anything is different mm-hmm. it was different for like a week and a half and then it wasn't different it was oh, the same man. stuff from before i know right promising but not um but for me i think there are certain things that i think are they're must-haves for me. Like, this is a value, you know, respect, for example. Like, mm-hmm. if I go on a date with you and you're not kind to people or you don't say thank you to yeah. people, we're already, it's there's nothing, like, because, okay. yeah. yeah, like, that's a wrap for me. But if it's something like, you know, you were short in your communication or you didn't explain why you were upset, I'm going to, for me, I'm like, again, I want to try to give people the benefit of the doubt. So I would be like, hey, you did X, Y, Z. This is how it made me feel. Yeah maybe that wasn't your intent. Like, let's have a conversation. And if we have a conversation about that and we come to a point where it's like, all right, I'm going to try to do this different. And then we move forward and you do it differently. Great. That means we keep building. But if we move forward and you keep repeating the same behavior that I already told you bothered me and I have to keep repeating myself, I'm not, I'm not going to keep repeating myself. Like, same, cause that same. to me is like, you don't respect me enough and you're so caught up on yourself. That means you can't be a partner. Cause mm-hmm. you're going to still only care about what works for you and you're not going to give a damn about my needs. So things like that to me are like red flags, like the whole, like, <laughs> like, all right, do you want to go to cheesecake factory? Like child, y'all worry about the wrong stuff. I want yeah, that's stupid. Factory yeah, pasta. I'll go. You know, although I will say, I will say though, as somebody who like us, who, who's a foodie, I'm like, if you don't know that about me and you decide like we live in New York or major cities, Philly, New York, mm-hmm. wherever, like, if you don't know that I'm a foodie and you decide to take me to Cheesecake Factory for a first date, I'm going to be like, I'm, I'm going to feel disappointed because I'm like, you could have, we could have went to the mom and pop store right here, like that I really like that probably is a third of the cost of Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> so it, it's it's more so about effort and not, and, and actually listening and knowing the person you're dating versus just picking something by default to be like, to check a box and say, I took you on a date. Yeah, if they so. know you're a foodie, because if they don't know, then you can't fault them for bringing you to. No, but did they ask questions or were they just like, this is where we going on by? I don't know. I, I guess see, it depends on your preferences. And that's another reason I'm single, because I'm going to be like, uh, <laughs> did we, you didn't ask me if that's where I want to go. I don't feel comfortable. I mean, I wouldn't. I probably would be fine going in a cheesecake pack factory. I mean, Applebee's. <laughs> I lo- okay, so here's a question. I know we run it short, but like. <sighs> Do you think, because we talked about patriarchy, do you think that some of this is like, what are men supposed to do versus, because we're raised up to to think a certain way, whether it's indoctrination or we're programmed, whatever. Men are mm. the same. So if he says, I think women like to ta- me to take the initiative, I'm going to say, I'm picking a restaurant, I'm going to pick you, be ready at this time. I'm just, I'm going to do it. Do we like that? Do we not like that? Do you know what I mean? Because sometimes if they get it it. right, if they get it right, we love it, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, you took me to the mom and pop. You know exactly what I want. But if they don't get it right, but then for them, how do they, you know, I mean, they do need to pay attention and stuff. I'm trying to think of it from two perspectives. This is in our Mm -hmm. relationship. I'm trying to think from his perspective a lot of times because I just don't sometimes because I'm in my own Mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. But I wonder for the men who are making an effort, but getting it wrong still, do we fault them for that? Or do we, do we take a little time to correct them on that? You like, you like the energy, the, the, uh, 
the initiative, right? We mm-hmm. we like that. Women, I I think women like that. Like, hey, I'm gonna take you out. And and if they get it right, it's so nice. If mm-hmm. they get it wrong, mm-hmm. we're like, why did you do that? So I wonder. Yeah. Oh damn! What? <laughs> <laughs> why did you do that? Well, yeah. Why are you so taking harsh. me here? You know, like like they should know you're vegan, Mo. Right? They yeah, should know that have from done that, and they're like, they oh, should I know that. that. Yeah. They've done so, that. So uh, you know. So that would really be like depends. a you don't know. Uh-huh. Yeah, like I think That's it's easy to like group a, group people together, but I think it also depends on the individual as well, yeah. right? I think there's yeah. some people that are going to be like, "Yes, go plan everything. I'm cool with whatever you decide." And then there are going to be other people that are going to be like, "Make a suggestion or here are a list of things that I like," right? Yeah. Um, like the last is that person... something you lead with though? I get. I mean, I'm just because the dating thing is like interesting to me. I love it. So, yeah. are you leading with that? How do they know that you? want to talk about it and plan together versus take the lead like on a first date it, I'm not even talking about later on I mean yeah I think it depends right I think if they're unsure this is where communication comes into play mm-hmm. I, right. I think it, I would so much rather a person be like hey I really want to take you out and do something nice but I just don't quite know what just yet like yeah maybe you have some suggestions or at least just give me an idea of what you would like to do right mm-hmm. um like the the person that I was recently dating, it was it was similar to that where we had a conversation. It was like, okay, one of the challenges when we when we first tried earlier this year was like he was like, oh, I wasn't really sure what you would like, and I was like, easy fix, let's make a shared Ask list. Me. So we made a shared oh, list of things. I love that w- that we both like haven't done or that we're interested in. And as we were adding stuff to this list, it was like, oh, I didn't even know you would be into that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, and vice versa. Waste of a list now because you know, but. The point is like, <laughs> like the idea, like that idea of having a shared list made it so much, it took that pressure off of him to yeah. be like, oh, and then same thing. Like, because I, I also believe in taking guys on dates too. Like hey, the first hey. date, I'd rather guy. Y'all hear that? Meet, Y'all but... hear that? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm gonna like that. I like doing that. Like planning nice things for people like yeah. in my life. That's something that I like to do. So, mm-hmm. and I want it to be something you would enjoy. So again, it was nice to see his interest too, but um. Yeah, I, I think, that. again, communication is key. If you're unsure, like, why? It's like, I see people in relationships, especially someone on the outside looking in, and I'm like, all these things could be avoided if y'all just talk to each other. Act like you like mm-hmm. each other. Because mm-hmm. it's like, oh my God, I don't know if this person's going to like this or if I should do that. Go ask them. What, yeah. yeah, that seems what immature the problem? to me. Yeah, <laughs> open your mouth, okay? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I think it's a fear though. Like people are afraid of like how people are going to react or is this person going to leave me? And I'm like, I never want to be in a situation. Let them go. Afraid. Let them go. Exactly. Yep. Like if it's Bye. this easy for you to leave me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Deuces. See you later, friend. Yep. <laughs> and you, then you weren't really there to begin with. If it's that easy exactly. to leave, you weren't even, you weren't even there. Exactly. Dang. But tell right. that to twenty-something-year-old Adriel or twenty-something-year-old M or Mo. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, they can't leave. I gotta, you know. Right. <laughs> oh, you know, twenty-something Mo was ridiculous. Uh, yes, and I, think it, I think it's because I didn't have modeling on like what a relationship should look like, and I was mm. basing off of fairy tales and TV and everything like mm. that. And then reality was in the middle, and and I was just like, anything was a sign of disrespect. Oh, you didn't return my text immediately. Disrespect. Bye. You know, just psych. <laughs> Not the blocked. You were blocking them like that. Yeah, I would block people. Like I wouldn't Sheesh. even just stop because I didn't want to. I did. I, it was almost. It was like my ego didn't want to know that they never would respond again or something like mm. that. Cut them off before they could that. do anything. Yeah. Or I ghost I and not block them to see if they would contact me. And then I was like, oh, they didn't contact me, so I could have been dead, and you didn't contact me. Oh you know, no. So- it's like these stupid games yeah Yeah. Uh, (sighs) 
Aren't we glad we're not in our 20s anymore? <laughs> yes, truly, truly. Ooh. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Freedom. But I would like mm-hmm. to get booed up. So if anyone's available, hit me up. Anyone, same, if same. anyone's available. Did you see my post? Not anyone, was, but <laughs> did you see my post? I was like, "How are y'all gonna have single available friends and relatives and not set yep. me up?" Disrespectful. I'm starting to question. I'm like, "Is it me?" Because I'm like, yeah. I have all these friends that are booed up. What, what, what is happening? What mm-hmm. is this? I don't it's, know. Mutual friends is the way to go. That's what they say. Yep. Any final thoughts? No. no, this was good. I feel like we're going to need a part two, though. I know. Yeah. I know. Right. I want to hear more about this uh, boot up life. M. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> it was all right. <laughs> oh, goodness. Good time. Bye. All right. Bye. All right, y'all. Bye. <laughs>